<sighs> Born of a broken man, but not a broken man. Born of a broken man, but not a broken man. But not a broken man. Just listening to the Rage Against the Machine song. Best fucking music of all time, in my opinion. Uh, it's the it's the music, not that song necessarily, but it's the music that uh, has powered me and funneled my rage. Not not really rage, but just like this underlying. Mm, for ever since the mid '90s, and um, yeah, it's shocking to me I, when I heard it. I never thought it would like stand the test of time, and uh, 25 years later, it's still listening to Rage mm. Against the Machine. Mm. Yeah, I think so. This isn't necessarily a commentary about me and my father, but I will. I will. Uh, bring up some examples from that, but um, I think many men today They're looking around many young men. They're looking around at the older men in their life and they're they're seeing men with broken mm. spirits they're seeing um, uh, either a man who gave up adventure to be good and be honored or gave up his honor to just have wild adventure and the the true the true challenge the true greatness is in really consciously choosing your adventurous path mm. not just doing it out of rebellion and mindless reaction and whatever and then uh, destroying your life and relationships mm. and things like that which plenty plenty of men live out that path of just kind of blind rebellion mm -hmm. right but end up broken. Very much you can see uh, broken men there. And um, on the other hand, there's, there's men who, in order to be good and to be honorable, they give up their desire, they give up the adventure they really wanna go on. They, mm. they, they, they allow themselves to become domesticated and tamed. It's not unlike the issues that we've been talking about these days, a lot of men wondering they want to have they want to be in a uh, they want to be in a say committed relationship whatever that commitment means and then they have at the same time a sense of adventure and they think it has to be either or and uh and if you do it right you're gonna have both you're gonna have both a great adventure very committed relationship and feel strong honor because of it mm, mm. yeah and uh you know, we're, we're trained for goodness from the time mm. that we're kids in our homes. Be a good boy, a good son, a good Christian, Muslim, whatever. A good student, a good employee. And what is it to be good? A good boyfriend. What A good boyfriend. What is it to be good? It's pleasing to, the, to whatever the external authority tells you you have to be. Right? To, <laughs> to follow the rules. Right of someone outside of you. Forget what you desire. Forget what you think is true. Forget the adventure that you're called to. Behave in a way that is pleasing to the others outside of you. Mm. And it's tra you're trained in it with punishment, reward, and propaganda wow. from the time that you are very, very small. Even 
even uh, infants these days, you know, the infant comes home from the hospital and it's wailing for its mother in the middle of the night. It, it, it's not being a bad kid. It's instinctual. It, its mother, it's lived for its entire life of nine months inside of the womb and it wakes up and it's, she's not there. Her heartbeat's not there. Her warmth isn't there. Her whatever. And he's like, ah, I need, you know, I, I have a need for a connection. And, uh, and, and many parenting methods and ideas about parenting. It's like, no, you need to train that bad infant to be a good infant. Right. And get it ready for a life of being good and, and obedient. And we, and, and, and we're passive aggressive in a way or aggressive with the love that we give to our children or not like the way i see parents fuck up <laughs> a lot of the life of children is to say is i summarize it with the phrase we love you so don't disappoint us <laughs> we love you so don't disappoint us and this whole journey i see it with so many men that i work with is trying to please we we gotta do we gotta please the external authority mommy or my parents to get the love and they bring it in relationships i gotta please this woman for her to love me you know and yeah. so we're trained like you say to to listen to an external authority as our guidance because we want the, that love and the young kid full of life he has he doesn't have those limits so he just says the truth and right. he says what he feels and he runs this way and he climbs a tree or whatever runs after and girls it, it runs after <laughs> girls yeah Pulls down his pants and takes a pee on the sidewalk. You know, it's, it's, uh, but these things are uncomfortable for the parent because, right. oh, it's affecting my image. What are people going to think about me as a parent that I'm uh, allowing my child to just behave in whatever way? I remember. I, I spent, I spent a couple of days with, uh, some indigenous people in, in, uh, Panama, like way up the river. And, uh, when we got there, there were little girls playing in this this raging river and there was no adults around. And it was like, you know, what's going on here? And uh, and the boys and the men were, were missing from the village the entire day. And it was only after nightfall that the boys came home. They'd been off playing together, hunting, doing whatever. And the men had been off working, do, hunting, doing whatever they're doing. But there was no sense that like, we need to, those little girls out playing in the river, those little boys out there, somehow they need to be, they might embarrass the parents or they, they, they might be doing something bad or it doesn't conform. Right. It's like all this training for years and years and years. And, and then you become an adult, right? And you're, you're free to make your life on your own. Now you're like the whipped horse, yes. right? Who's been domesticated, trained, and then is like confronted with, like he's let outside of, finally, for once, without a bridle and a, and a saddle, outside of the, the fence. Yes. And he's like, fuck. It's like, like a, he, he no longer trusts his instincts. Or he is a polar bear in if the he zoo. he feels them at all. He's been in the zoo his whole life, and now he's put in the wild. You know, yes. I remember because I'm in the in the business of seduction and relationships. I remember when I was six years old, I was at school and it was this cute girl 
Stephanie, she, if you're watching, Stephanie. <laughs> and I remember just running after her because I was just so enamored by her. And I'm like, ah, and she would scream, you know, ah, <laughs> you know, and I would still run after her. And she had this red bonnet, I still remember it, you know. And I would just, it was just. By the way, that's still my method of picking up girls. <laughs> <laughs> and I would run after her and I would kiss her on the head and it would, I, I still remember her smell, you know. And it was so, it was so fantastic, you know. And I remember the next day, because I, I, to me, it was beautiful, you know. And I remember the next day her mom would come. And uh, her mom was also beautiful. I still remember this. Mm. And, uh, and she would tell me, you know, huh? you cannot do that. It's mm. wrong. And I remember, like, the contrast between, like, that felt so right, so fantastic, you know, and, and she would say it's wrong. And I'm like, I couldn't put it together. I'm mm. like, huh? Mm. And, and it's those things that, that, that this training is everywhere. You know? Yes. And so you and come. We, and we start learning to distrust our yes. inner guidance, whether that's our natural desire or our call to adventure or our, our call to, to be a hero for our people, you know, the call to honor. Mm. Um, and we start, all of our attention becomes on how can I say the right thing in terms of what other people think is right? How can I do the right thing in terms of what other people is uh, think is right. How can I protect my good image? Yes. And it's, you know, to survive in society, to, to deal with the threat of punishment and the reward and the, the shame in society, if you, if you act outside of its boundaries, it's very understandable why. Yeah. You could even say. Why I mean, we learn to protect our yeah, image. And you could even say society does a very good job and people thinking, yeah, but otherwise society is not going to work. Yeah, you're probably right, but that's not the point. The point is that we stop listening to that inner internal guidance system and that there is a lot more value in, in what that is trying to tell us and where to go and what's important to us, what makes us feel alive, what's true, what's, what's virtuous. You know? I can remember as a, as a boy seeing some of my parents' interactions and uh, just having the feeling like I want my dad to stand up for himself, uh. you know? And, and it was just like, was kind of like, come on, dad, you know, like, and um, I was often very disappointed in that. Wow. And, you know, then I would go and spend time with my grandfathers out west and, and they like, they were, they were wild men, you know, they were, they, they responded to society and to the women in their life and so on differently and you know my dad very much he walked the the good path you know he mm. he, he got his doctorate he finished university he got his doctorate he started his own business there's a lot of you know uh, heroic things that my dad did and you know um but he very much walked that path of doing what was right, doing mm. what he was taught was right. And, um, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. And, and I just remember as a, as a boy feeling like, uh, and my, um, my mom would think had a much greater sense of adventure, you know, <laughs> she, she, she very much held on to, in fact, she's living by herself on the coast of Panama right now. 
during Cor Ecuador, right? During <laughs> coronavirus, and uh, who knows if she's even gonna survive? And you know, so. But my point is, is that I think a lot of young men today, they look around, mm. whether it's at their fathers or or the other men who are trying to guide them and tell them to be responsible, and they're like. Become like you, right? Like and lose my life force and become domesticated and just walk around trying to please everyone. Mm. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that this is my father or that this is anyone. You know, it's not necessarily a critique on on someone who is a good, responsible father and provider, citizen, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm just speaking to this, this, I'm honoring this yearning that this young man has to want to feel called into manhood, mm. responsibility with, like it feels like it's an adventure. Mm -hmm. And there's also honor there. Mm -hmm. and, and often the call to adventure that he gets, the call to the responsibility that he gets is lacking in adventure and it's lacking in honor. Yes. And so, um, and so he'll, he'll eat and he, and it's just kind of this external force saying you should, and he'll conform, right? To have a sense of being honorable or he'll rebel. In either case, you, you, you give up one for the other, but you end up with less of both. Like the guy who just rebels, he might get some adventure. But it's not the kind of adventure where he's like, I'm consciously yes. choosing my path. I'm, yeah, I'm in the unknown. I'm having, I'm, I'm rebelling. Both, what both do is, is in reaction to, to the external authority. Yes. And what both don't do is listening to the inner guidance. And there's like, I make a distinction between honor as a feeling and being honorable. Because what is it to be honorable? Like if someone can point to like some of my behavior and say, that's not honorable. Mm. Well, that says more about you than about me. It says that you're not able to honor my path. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. You know? And uh, yeah, so this has been like, this is what, what my life's... What I, what I see in this, I mean, the, the more I, I talk with people... The more I see their past and the relationship with their parents, the more I see, fuck, I've been really blessed, you know, not only to have an angel of a mom, but really a, a father also who was like, he's taking care of shit, you know, and my grandfather, his father was way more like, my father was angry with him because he was so domesticated by, by his mom, you know, so... But my father was a rebel. He's still a rebel his whole life. He's, you know, he has a girlfriend now and, and she tries to domesticate him. And, and there's, a, there's a given in there as well. But he's still a rebel. He's still like, he has this very strong sense of like, you know. And, uh, and it's great, you know. It's great that I have seen that he was really like the, the pater familias, the, or he is. He's the guy, you know. So I'm very blessed by that. But what I see with... And, and I think it's interesting is that society trains you and short term it seems like a great solution short term it seems that to choose comfort and to protect your image is a great way to to live together with people 
But what we don't know is long well, term. And I don't think most people would say that that's what they're trying to do. Yes. But in effect, that's how we tend to make a lot of our decisions. Mm. Yeah, go ahead. And, 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 and short term, it's, it seems good for survival. But long term, if you feel that yearning or like something is off, it's because you've been ignoring that internal guidance system and the comfort and the protection the of call self to, The call to honor and the call to adventure. Yeah, the, it, it really comes with suffering. That's what's interesting. Like a slow rising suffering of not answering the call, of, of denying your inner guidance system, of choosing comfort and choosing self-image. And, uh, and it's, it's killing you. Yeah, because you, you can be as good as you want to be by other people's standards. And still you look in the mirror and you're like, you know, you know that you've compromised. Right. Or, or you feel it. Or you can rebel and, you know, be on that path and then look in the mirror and you, you also know you've compromised. And mm -hmm. with that comes great suffering. And uh, honor is the opposite of suffering. There was a, uh, in March 2007, I did a, uh, a Vision Force boot camp. And there was a, a woman from the Middle East who was there. She and her family had just recently come from the Middle East. And after this event, she, she asked me, she said, you know, will you talk to my son? Her son was, I think, 17 at the time. And she was really like worried. He's on the wrong path. He's, he talks about being violent. He's, he's angry. Like, I'm, I'm really worried about him. You know, I don't know if he was talking about suicide and stuff at the time. I was reluctant to do so. Because, you know, because I could, anyway, so I, and he's like, he's, he's, he's like, he's like, fucking shit's fucked up. Sometimes I just want to take a gun and kill a bunch of people and whatever. And, and he's, he's talking to me about his life and his, his life there and everything. And, and I'm looking out and I can see what he's talking about. And I, I understand why he's angry, you know, the invitation that that society is making to him is one that's far beneath this this yearning you know he doesn't want to be made to give up his soul his his aliveness you know and he sees so much of it as bullshit and compromise and he doesn't want to go along with it and uh it's you know i and you know, and a lot of men would rather even take their own life than say yes to that, you know? Like, fuck this, you know? I'm either, like, I'm not going along with that. Or it can drive you to, you know, kill others. At least there's some adventure there. At least there's some, I'm standing up in some way. Mm. And so... Um, but, both, but both are reacting to an external authority. Both the conforming and the rebelling. So what's the... What's the alternative path there is none <laughs> we're all doomed yeah so it's it's uh you have to answer the call you know you have to answer the call from within which is perhaps easier said than done you know but that's the that's the very thing you know, in the way of answering the call to adventure is fear and all of the voices and training and everything saying, no, it's not safe. 
Don't go. You can't do it. You shouldn't. No woman will accept it. I, I can't have a... I can't be in a committed relationship and, and have a sense of adventure. Because they won't accept it. Or it's, you know, you walk that path and it's, it's not the straight and narrow path of your religion. Or it's not the path that your parents have carved out for you. You know, they want you to be a lawyer or a doctor or something, but you've got a calling to be an artist or mm -hmm. musician or whatever it is, right? That's the call to adventure. And honor very much comes with, uh, honor can very much come with answering the call to adventure. Mm -hmm. And adventure can very much come with answering the call to honor, you know? Like the call to honor is, is it, it's like love. It's, it's you have this, this feeling inside to stand for something in the face of it all. Like the heart has no limits. The heart is not afraid. It's your mind that wants to say, well, this might happen, this might happen, but the heart just has the feeling. It's like this wild horse, you know? So if you follow this path of honor, you're gonna get taken on an adventure. You're gonna take it on a grand adventure. And if you follow the call to adventure, instead of listening to the, the voice of fear and everything else, you're going to have the honor of, of yes. being the one who stood for that in the face of everything else. So very much they go together. But what, I, what I think is key in here is really start listening to that inner guidance that's there. It's there, you're born with it. The things you, you, you resonate with, the things that make you feel alive, make you come alive. The, the, the things that have value and meaning and, and you know it when you're doing something that's aligned with it, you know that it's right. And so I think the, the, the big challenge is to start listening to that voice because the training has been to not listen to that. Yes. And uh, I was talking with a guy yesterday and, and I, I could pinpoint the instances where he's listening to, his, to that voice. And even the way he talks about it, you can, you can hear him light up. Yes. And I said, that's it. Yes. That's what you need to listen that to. That aliveness. That aliveness. aliveness. And I need yes. more of that because there's trust. And he talked about, I said, do you think, uh, did you think the, the, the girl likes you at that point? And just the way he said, he says, yes, she liked me. You know, it's the inner guidance of that moment too that said, she likes me. I can feel it. You know, and it's that voice that's always there that knows your body has knowledge that's so hard to listen to, but you know it. You know, it's that same voice that is telling you right now, something is off. It's, I, it's, something is not quite right. I can't put my finger on it, but something is off in the way I'm living. And, and it's that voice, it's that voice you listen to and it will, it will never lead you astray. It will, ne it will lead you to adventure, it will lead you to honor. And it's just cultivating the way you listen to that voice and honor it, celebrate it, you know, and, and make, it, make it sing louder. <laughs> And there's a, there's a danger for young men, right at, you know, as they reach the teen years, let's say 14, 14 to 21, there's a real danger because it's in those years that they can really form their identity. Mm -hmm. Who am I in the world as a man? Who am I? And they'll get feedback from society about who they are. They'll make choices that will define them. They'll form beliefs that then shape the rest of their life. And uh, I was very clear about this when I heard about my youngest brother who um, was still at home and my mom was um, 
in her journey, she was kind of done with being the good Mormon mother. And she was on an adventure of entrepreneurship and self-discovery. And uh, she wasn't really there that much. He was very much on his own. He had no elder, no male, no strong male who he looked up to, who, who really gave a fuck about him in his immediate surroundings. And he was getting in trouble. He was hanging out with kids who were like shooting uh, BB guns at school buses and, you know, um, just, just, and I, and then he's going to school and continually being told he's a bad kid. He's, he's, uh, and, and after a while, you know, enough conflict like that, the easy thing is to just adopt it, believe it. Okay. This is who I am. And then this, and, and it carves out, mm -hmm. you can carve out your whole future. And I just saw it as like, this is urgent. <laughs> Brother, get out of there. Come live with me, you know? Your sense of adventure is great. You are, you're, you know, you're, you want adventure, you want life, and, and uh, come with me, and I'll invite you to the adventure of entrepreneurship and, you know, everything else. And, and so, but I very much view that as a, it's a critical mm -hmm. juncture because guys will, will make up what the world is about and who they are and then they'll and then they'll head on a path that they might not wake up to un, until twenty years later. Right. And they're like, "What have I done with my life? Who have I become?" And then they can be living in such shame and guilt and powerlessness that man, they might never fully get their aliveness back. Well, I don't know that because <laughs> I really believe in like it's true that it's a, a juncture, but I do see also that if if men have that yearning and like something is off that they could completely change the the direction of their life from one day to the other just by making a stand by saying okay i can sense something is off i i can see that i've been listening to this external authority uh, going towards comfort and self-image but i hear this voice i feel it and i'm going to start listening to that voice you know i'm going to answer that call and you could change your life from one day to the other and, and you have and it, to and and yet it's not that simple yes you, you know? have to keep doing it's, it it's not that simple at all and and when you have a lifetime of training yes you know and i don't think i think hans you're someone who has had very uh in a lot of ways a lot less of that mm -hmm. external training but for some guys right. they'll they'll you know uh, i'm not saying they can never change i'm absolutely saying they can but I also want to emphasize, like, there's a fucking mountain to climb. And mm. so face, like, yeah, and that might be your call to adventure. Like, if you're a man who's lost mm. your aliveness, you've lost your honor, you've, you've, you've given up adventure, you're going to have to fight. Mm. That's your battle to get it back and uh, hunt that aliveness, yes. hunt that honor, hunt that call to climb adventure. Climb the mountain. Fight yeah, the demons, fight the dragons. That is your war. It's a war. It's not as simple as, you know, just making one decision. Once it's, especially when it's gone to that point. When you're a lot younger, yes, it's very easy to, because you have a lot less years of programming for yes. conformity. They used to have dragons and now the guys have dragons, you know. So many powers that try to push you towards comfort and, and you have to fight back. Fight the dragons. <laughs> um,
I want to put a call for anyone who's uh, who feels compelled by this, and I want to. I do want to say that I'm here. I'm assuming Michael is here too. If you want to answer the call, you know, we uh, we we want to be allies. We want to stand and fight beside you. I want guys yes, who we, we are allies. We are your allies. Because mm. to me, also like doing these things with an ally like like Michael, it makes it a lot easier. It's as simple as becoming a morning person alone it's very hard for me something so simple as getting up early with an ally a lot easier <laughs> i like the distinction like between friends and allies uh, a, a friend is someone who's going to keep you comfortable mm. you know going to like don't face this mountain that you haven't been facing your whole life it's okay let's go have a beer right you know how's it with your girlfriend ah not so good have a beer <laughs> <laughs> right just sit and mourn together and, you know, um, or talk about the good old days. But an ally calls you to your greatness, mm. to that man, to face the man that you can be. Mm. And uh, call, he calls you out. Yes. And there's a, there's very much an art form to being an ally for another right. man. Yeah. But that's, you know, real brotherhood. I like something. what you said that we're, we, we, I said we can be your ally, but you said we are your ally. That's how we're going to show up with you. That's how we uh, show up for you. Yes. Yeah. Great. I think, I think most men, they don't have real brothers and allies mm. in this world. And uh, it's, it's also, you know, in, 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 at least in America, it's become this thing that you know, oh, men hanging out with just other men. There's something wrong about that. That's dangerous. What are they doing together? What are they talking about? What are they getting up to? You know, men need that mm. sacred space with other men. And uh, uh, for very good reason. And it's, yeah. And, you know, men getting together with other men are dangerous. Definitely can be dangerous. They could get together and say, you know what? Fuck this government. Fuck this society. Let's burn it down and start something new. And sometimes that's exactly what's called for. Mm. Yes. And sometimes it's just like a man needs a revolution in his own life. Right. The government that's in his head needs to be overthrown. And to me, that's what, uh, that's what real brothers and allies mm. uh, will do is they will stand for that man. I think that's a good... Uh ending i'm gonna wrap it up here um thanks all for watching um next hey, time Clint. i'm gonna try to uh answer questions because i can't see them right now but uh if you have any questions you can always put them and then i'll see it in the chat and we'll use the end of the facebook live to uh, answer some see you tomorrow